Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Talking about Indianapolis, AFC South, Stampede Blue, let's air it out. Fly route, let's air it out. Topics loaded like offense, Colt centric. Talk about it often. Stampede Blue, let's air Welcome it back out. to another Stampede Blue Colts cast. I'm your host, Matt Dainley. Thank you all for coming back to the show. Um, was planning today to do a show on the third preseason game for the Colts, being that the Colts were sitting. Jacoby Brissett, lots of starters, lots of second-tier guys as well. And uh, unfortunately, the news broke that Andrew Luck is going to be retiring from the NFL and will no longer be the Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback. Uh, So we're putting the game on on the back shelf for today, at least for right now. Um, This is one of the strangest and most painful i i guess uh reactions or uh or news breaking news situations that i've ever uh ever seen with the indianapolis colts there's been a lot of 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 stuff go on in the past you know obviously two years ago we had the the situation with andrew luck coming back everybody thought he was gonna be back by the uh, first four games or so of the season he ends up sitting out Last year comes back, has a phenomenal season, gets comeback player of the year. This year, ankle injury. And now <laughs> we're all talking about his abrupt retirement that broke during the third preseason game. And this is just uh, batshit crazy, kind of, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So let's let's kind of go back a little bit. And try to take a breather. Like so, last night I was gonna do this show uh, right after the news broke. So last night I was gonna do this show right after the news broke, and I just didn't have my thoughts together at all. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, I don't have them together right now. So I don't know what I'm gonna say. I don't. I don't really have a specific opinion on this. But there's a lot of other things that went into this that I think that we all need to pay attention to. Uh, first and foremost, let's let's go through this. So Andrew Luck, we are all very well aware was a guy who came into the NFL his rookie season took an absolutely trash 2 and 14 team to an 11 and 5 record and into the playoffs okay continued the playoff uh run took him to the wild card his rookie year the second year he took him to the divisional round the third year he took him to the AFC championship game this is not something that is precedented folks this is not something that any quarterback can do or does there are some other quarterbacks who have had success or even better success but that is not something that is normal right um so we go on and more than anybody else in the nfl year after year after year and 
this takes a toll on his body. He gets uh, the shoulder injury. He gets the lacerated kidney. Um, I mean, guys, and, and I and I can guarantee you there are several other injuries that we don't even know about that he did play through. This is something that nobody takes into effect. Um, then we come back this year, and there's the ankle injury, the calf injury. And from what Luck said last night in his press conference, it appears that there are several injuries. Now, when all this came about, and we, they were talking about how it was in the heel or ankle, and then the calf, my first thought went to plantar fasciitis, that that was at least part of it. I've had that myself, and it is the most painful thing I've ever been through. It's on your heel. It's basically a tendon that runs from your big toe to your heel, but it it makes your calf feel like you are lifting, like, like you're uh, doing 150 pounds, 200 pounds on it all the time. And it's really strange how that feels because it hurts in several different places. So I thought that could be possible. Uh, parts of it, excuse me. Um, and, and it doesn't really matter now. The The bottom line is that he is fed up with the injury, rehab, to play, the pain, all that stuff that comes along with an injury or several injuries in a row. And we can absolutely blame somebody for this. We can absolutely blame uh, the Colts for not taking care of their quarterback. They received in the draft in the first round pick one of the best quarterback prospects in NFL history. There are several others that are in this tier too. He's definitely one of them. And you just saw everything kind of just this kind of had a natural progression too. We heard in if you can recall, we heard this a few years ago. People talking about Andrew Luck, talking about retirement and it was shut down pretty quickly. It was shut down quickly. There wasn't a whole lot of voices saying it, but it was out there. And it was in and, and us as Colts fans were like, give me a break. This is not happening. You know, and it didn't, and it didn't. So I don't know if I necessarily believe that this is the very first time Andrew Luck has thought about retirement. I, I tend to think it was not, because he is a super smart dude, can do anything he wants, can, you know, obviously it's not his $140 million contract with the Colts, this dude can live better than 90% of America on the job he actually went to college for, though. Okay? So remember that. He's also an NFL quarterback who knows everything there is to know about the position, for that matter. If you ever wanted to get into quarterback and coaching or get into uh, coaching in general for football, he's got that behind him, too. He's going to make some money doing that. So... Andrew Luck has possibilities. This isn't a guy who cheated his way through college and has no other options and has no choice but to destroy his body for the benefit of fans and an NFL team. Um, I, I'm still struggling with this reaction because, quite frankly, as a Colts fan, I'm pissed. I'm. You guys know how I feel about Jacoby Brissett. I think his second preseason game was really good. I love the the pocket presence that he showed, the improvements. But he's not Andrew Luck, not by a long shot. And I'm only pissed because it looks like my team is not going to be half of what they were with Andrew Luck now that he's gone. The personal side of it. I can't blame a guy for not wanting to do that shit every year. 
come back, get hurt, come back, get hurt, struggle, go through the rehab of it. Man, that's so tedious. He doesn't owe us anything as Colts fans, as NFL fans, anything like that. People were saying, well, great timing. Yeah, it's shitty timing. But what is timing? I mean, you try to go through something. When, when do we all quit something? After you've worn your body, after you've worn yourself thin, trying to get through it, and you can't do it anymore. That's what people do. They don't just get an ankle injury and assume that they can get through it and then say, you know what, I'm just going to quit because my ankle has a boo-boo. We don't do that. We go through, we try to fix it. We don't get the results we want, which is what Andrew basically said last night, that he hasn't been able to kind of shake this, that it's not, it doesn't feel like the process is going anywhere with him with this injury and with these myriad of injuries that he has on his leg. Who can blame him for that? I can't. I, I, I mean, on a personal note, if he was a friend of mine, I would be like, man, you made the right decision. I don't, I don't know how you would do it. You look like you were a tackling dummy for the first several years of your career. You finally come back. Now you're dealing with more injuries and such. I just don't think that it makes sense for you to hurt yourself over and over and over. Now, the timing, the bad timing, <clears throat> comes in also that the Colts are really set up well this year in a lot of positions that they haven't been in the recent past. The Colts have a defense. Their team speed is phenomenal. I mean, man, it blows away what they've had in previous years. The Colts have a real solid offensive skill set with some weapons uh, on the outside with a, an offensive line that can protect whoever's throwing the ball. They have a lot of things going for them right now. Andrew Luck is a huge piece of that, was a huge piece of that. This is another process where the Colts are going to have to find a, a quality, better than average, guaranteed NFL starting quarterback. That's not easy to do. It's even harder to find a franchise quarterback. So this isn't, I don't see this being an overnight success. I, uh, you know, just because it's Chris Ballard. Could he bring some other guy in? Who can do this? Yes, of course. We've got Brissett. A lot of people like what Chad Kelly has has shown in terms of being a legit NFL backup. Nobody can trust him, though, to take a dollar of their own to, you know, the you know the vending machine and presume that he's not going to steal it though. So we don't know anything about Chad Kelly. He's a good quarterback. He he looks like he can be a good quarterback in the NFL at least in terms of a, a backup right now. But we don't know anything else uh, further than that. So there are so many things that are going into Colts fans' uh, brains and their minds this morning and last night and just thinking, we're doomed. This is my team, and we're doomed. Uh, everybody calling Andrew Luck soft, everybody doing this and that. and the other. Look, Colts fans booed his ass off the field last night in Indianapolis. And a guy who literally gave the Colts hope after having one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history get released because of neck surgeries and issues and so on and so forth. This guy has followed Peyton Manning, sat in his shoes for a while, then had one of the worst general managers in NFL history for the first several years of his NFL career. <clears throat> and people are booing Andrew Luck off the field. Look, you guys are idiots, plain and simple. I don't give a shit how pissed off you are about 
Andrew Luck leaving the Colts or what is going to happen right now because your team isn't going to be as good as they were. You know, come on, honestly, grow up. I get, look, if I was in the stands and I had heard that news, I don't know that I'd have made a sound at all. I I don't know that I made a sound at all last night for about 10 minutes. I was in a conversation and I was asked if I was even paying attention. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm still trying to like consume this into my brain right now because it doesn't make sense. I, I mean, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense that it actually happened. It's one of those things that you think, well, it could happen. And then it actually happens and you don't have anywhere to kind of toss your brain to make it really kind of jive with, with what you expected to happen this season. This is definitely one of them. Andrew Luck is absolutely uh, a phenomenal person, quarterback, and one of the smartest guys that you'll probably ever see in a Colts uniform. And it hurts. I get it. And I would think that there would be more sounds of angst, like just, you know, the hope leaving the Colts fans' bodies as opposed to booing him. Hardcore. This wasn't a small section of people. This was a large group all booing Andrew Luck as he walked off the field for the last time as the Indianapolis Colts quarterback. And let me tell you something else. If Andrew Luck does come back, he's not coming back to Indy. Okay? The Colts will hold, will still hold his rights because of the contract. But I can tell you this. After that, uh, don't be surprised if Andrew Luck does decide to come back that he requests a trade uh, in 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 lieu of being able, or in return for being able to come back to the NFL. Don't don't rule that out because of what a handful and and I say a handful because even a couple thousand people or a few thousand people booing is only a small 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 handful of Colts nation. <coughs> Excuse me. This is just one of the most pathetic excuses of uh, Colts fans that I've ever seen in action. So we're all hurt. We're all at a loss for words almost. And I'm just rambling through this podcast right now trying to make sense. But to boo a dude who's 29 years old, who's been through more injuries and rehab and everything else than you have and has had more scrutiny put on him, has had bigger shoes to fill, come on, grow up actually act like you're an adult, you know, and just try for a little bit to be respectful, a little. I don't know what else to say about that. It was kind of a a serious black eye on Colts fandom. And if you're, uh, if I mean, it's what everybody's talking about today. It's either Andrew Luck retired or Colts fans are assholes. And for the most part, I'm agreeing with them. If you were a part of that group that was booing him, you're an asshole. And that's just the way it goes. So deal with it. Don't listen. I don't care. But to do that to a guy who actually gave Colts fans hope again, uh, who put his life on the, or his body on the line every single day to go out there and play basically one on 11 for the first few years of his career outside of having T.Y. to throw to. He didn't have a running game. He didn't have an offensive line. He didn't have a defense. He went out there and took more hits than any NFL quarterback in a five-year span. And you're booing him because he's hurt. Get over yourself. You're an idiot. So let's finish this up. 
kind of on a positive note before I alienate half the listeners here. I'm going to take a drink of coffee because I need it. Okay, guys, I want to talk to you about TickPick. TickPick is a great way to get tickets to see the Colts or any other sports, music, or entertainment event of your choice. Not only will you save 10 to 15% off every ticket order, you can do it without any annoying fees at checkout. Think StubHub, but without the fees. Just head to TickPick.com, select your seats, and head to checkout. Get on your way to the next Colts game with TickPick. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies, like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it then in that moment. You don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of like afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Looking back on everything, I look at how much Andrew Luck meant to the Colts, how much he meant to the fan base, because with him, you have a guy that you know can absolutely pull out anything in the fourth quarter, just about. You have a guy who is going to run the ball, who is going to pass the ball, and is going to direct the offense into winning situations when it looks pretty bleak. He's one of those guys that we saw in a few different seasons make some incredible plays just to get the Colts back in the game, then made more to win the game. This is going to be Jacoby's team now. This is going to be Chris Ballard's, you know, real test. How do I, you know, take what I consider, at least uh, in my opinion, an average NFL quarterback and Jacoby Brissett Get him to a point to where he can win eight to ten games with this team and then try to move forward finding a true franchise quarterback. That's not easy to do. And while I think that Chris Ballard is one of the most gifted GMs in the league, I think he's a really smart dude. You're seeing that uh, he's drafting people that a lot of people are not really looking to draft and that he feels can be contributors and look like they could be real contributors. And But franchise quarterback, that's a whole nother deal, folks. That's a whole nother ball of wax. That's not easy to do. Only a handful of teams can do it. 
Look at the NFL right now. Look at the quarterback situations at all these other teams drafting rookies that are in like some you know weird systems in college. You going to trust that? I don't. I mean, I wouldn't have drafted. I mean, personally, I wouldn't have drafted Kyler Murray first overall. I wouldn't have done that. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I think he's a at best a one year uh, possibility in this league because teams tend to grow and and learn kind of gadget quarterbacks uh, systems. And I think there's a difference between a guy like Baker Mayfield who can stand in the pocket consistently and do that. I just don't know about Kyler Murray. Let's put it that way. I just don't know. His college tape didn't impress me. Anyways, the the larger point here is that there are going to be some chances taken on early round quarterbacks now with the Colts. Not something that the Colts have had to do. Back in the day, the Colts drafted John Elway. That was a chance. That was a risk only because Elway said he didn't want to play for the Colts. The Colts drafted Peyton Manning. The Colts drafted Andrew Luck. They didn't spend any other first round draft picks on any other fools in between those guys. We haven't had to see them do anything but get pretty much guaranteed quarterback prospects through most of your life lifetimes. That's going to change now. That is not the case. Uh, there are some good quarterbacks coming out next year. I don't know that any of them are even close to the prospects of Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, John Elway. So, in the end, I don't know how far I got with this, uh, but... About 20 minutes is enough of me rambling, but man, I can't thank, uh, on a personal note, Andrew Luck any more than just being so happy to have him be the quarterback that we had when 2011 was a real, real bad year. The Colts, I mean, they release their franchise quarterback of all franchise quarterbacks. They luck out to have Andrew Luck be their quarterback. And he came in here, man, and he represented the city, the team, and the fan base phenomenally. And that's just the that's the reality of it. He was a fantastic person. It is a fantastic person. He's a fantastic quarterback. And now the Colts are in, you know, some trouble. And this blame goes on Grigson. It goes on Ursay. It goes on Chuck Pagano. It goes on a lot of people from those previous years. And now Frank Reich and Chris Ballard are here to pick up the pieces. So uh, we salute Andrew Luck, thank him for his years uh, as our starting quarterback and giving us something to cheer about when we really could have had RG3 or less ever since. So um, try to keep your brains uh, somewhat respectful and thinking that there are a lot of things that Andrew Luck could have done and retiring at 29 because his body can't take it anymore because his rehab and pain process, the, the cycle of that had been so common and so consistent over the past four years that he'd had enough. I'd love to see you guys go through that and not feel the same way about at least something. I go, I work, with guys who have ankle injuries or ankle problems and literally quit their job after a few months. And you all know him too. So let's quit trying to, to put the toughness factor on Andrew Luck. I don't blame him, and you shouldn't either. Um, 
We'll talk about the Colts' third preseason game in depth later tonight. I'll probably have it up for tomorrow morning. Uh, right now, I just I kind of wanted some just unfiltered reaction because I don't really know. Like this is probably a useless podcast right now, but I think you guys are listening to it thinking the same things. And if you have any other thoughts, feel free to share them like on Twitter when I post the episode or or just whatever. We were real lucky as a as a fan base, guys. We had uh, you know the best quarterback for a long time, Reggie. Um, you know, and Marvin and, and, and just so many, uh, Edron. I mean, we had so many good things come our way. <clears throat> we had a, a few year span there where we had Andrew Luck and a couple other weapons, T Y, um, and just a bunch of crap up front. And that was on Grigson and Ursay. Grigson because he did it, Ursay because he kept him around and didn't do something about it. Uh, knowing that that was his process and how his process was and how he was with other people in there. That's just not the same. We've got a culture right now building in Indianapolis that they can overcome this. Without Andrew Luck, it's going to be difficult. But I hope for all of our sakes that we can go through this season fully backing Jacoby Brissett, regardless of our personal thoughts on his skill set, including myself, and we can just root for the team and hope that they do good. And and here's the thing. It's going to be even more of a problem at the end of the year when the Colts, like, and I'm suggesting this, are eight or nine wins. <clears throat> and we think, man, if we had Andrew Luck, we'd have had 11 or 12. That's probably the reality of all this. But it could be just the opposite, too. It could go, well, we had five wins. We could have won eight or nine with Andrew, you know. So we're going to have a lot of what-ifs and stuff at the end of this year, I think. But Jacoby's a young quarterback showing progress. Uh, we're going to have to back him, folks. So Andrew Luck has retired at 29, leaving a big hole for the Colts, uh, but hopefully fulfilling, um, you know, kind of a hole in his life that he wants to pursue uh, without football. So um, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you coming back. We'll talk about game three uh, tomorrow. And I hope you'll be back for that one. Otherwise, to make sure you guys are getting to Stampede Blue and supporting all them, we got Stampede Radio now with Chris, Jim, and and the other guys there doing a great job. Um, Shep's doing a good job in that on that podcast with those guys. We've got Hudge doing a show as well. We're gonna keep these churning out. So I hope you guys will support the channel, support Stampede Blue, get Stampede Blue for all of your Indianapolis Colts news and notes. And uh, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Stampede Blue.